the ego is something that people talk about a lot. Deeply confusingly, and in a way that that often doesn't really help. But it is quite an accurate concept if we start, if we can really understand it, a concept that really does explain what is this experience of oneness. Now the thing is that the ego is not exactly a negative part of ourselves. Or to put it another way, it depends what we mean by the ego. Ego is your sense of self, your self-identity. And self-identity is not wrong. As we discussed in the Triple Connection episode, we need to have a connection to ourself. And this connection to ourself essentially is ego. And so losing our ego to find enlightenment, if it's to be anything worthwhile, does not actually mean losing ourself. What it needs to mean is losing our limited self, our small self that separates ourselves from others and gaining the big self, the sense of self that connects to all things, that is universal. This sense that I am one with all and one with the divine. And this is an experience that is very important for us to gain in order to share wisely with the world. I'm doubting myself about this concept that it's so important because not everybody is ready to achieve it and not everybody is going to achieve it now. And I don't think that the world can rest on uh, on everybody needing to achieve something that is so difficult. Okay, of course, it's not that difficult. It's it's quite conceivable for everybody to to achieve this because although we see this concept of enlightenment and oneness as being something very far away, indigenous societies and many peasant communities have this as the ordinary experience that everyone in the society has. And so it is possible for all to achieve this. And I would like all to achieve this. But this is not necessary to resolve our problems. What's necessary is that some of us achieve this, a good number of us achieve this, and put this into practice into action to make a difference in the world. So this experience of expanding the sense of self, it's also described as fear versus love. The ego is described as being the fearful part of yourself. Now again, we're talking here, ego has to to make any sense. Ego has to mean the limited self, not just any self. The limited self is the self that sees itself as with borders, with boundaries that separate itself from everyone else. And this is what creates a sense of competition, a sense of fight. And when you open up to the greater self, 
the limitless self, then competition doesn't make any sense because there is no one else separate to compete against. We are all connected and working together in some way. And so all there is that makes sense is cooperation. And this is why it is so effective in transforming people and making them altruistic. Not that they stop caring for themselves, but they see themselves as being tied to everyone else. And so caring for others is a requisite part of caring for yourself. So fear... Fear comes from the sense of separation. And love comes from the sense of connection. But again... These terms are confusing. When we look into the terms, when we look into these concepts and we try to give them terms, we give them terms that we are familiar with in, in our human lives, but they are not accurate. Separation is a kind of fear. But it's not necessarily exactly what we would think of as fear. If you go into uh, bungee jumping, skydiving, watching horror movies, this is not separation. This is not closing yourself off from the rest of the world and, and uh, fighting against the rest of the world. This is celebrating your excitement. This is embracing life, and essentially it's a kind of love. What is ego fear, separation, is jealousy, neediness, Closeness, not being able to share with others because you're too scared of opening up to your own feelings and letting other people in. It's the, the sense of closing down, which we can have with any emotion. We can, we can be angry and we can close down on that anger and it turns into a kind of hate, wrath. We can be in love and we can close down onto the, on that love and we can create a kind of needy desire. We can be sad and we can close down on that and make it into a depression that cannot be shared with the world and no one can help us with. But each of these emotions can also be dealt with in an open way. And this is what we mean by, mean by love in the sense of fear versus love, ego versus greater self. That openness, the openness of anger, is that, yes, I really care about this and I want to make a difference and I'm willing to tell people about it and share it and show my emotion and do something about it and 
what I am open to is the possibility of something being better and creating something better. In the same way, the openness to love is the openness to completely be vulnerable to that other person, open and connected with them, and maybe to lose that love at some stage, but to really enjoy the love while it, while it is there. To open to the sadness means to cry, again to be vulnerable, to allow others to comfort you, to be there in that. It's the openness versus the closeness. And oneness is the absolute openness, the openness to all things. <laughs>